Welcome to Behind the Smoke Podcast, Barbecue War Stories. My name is Sean Walchef with Cali Comfort Barbecue. We are recording Above the Butcher Shop with my man Derek Marceau from Valley Farm Market. What's going on, Derek? Not much. A beautiful day in San Diego. We got rid of our crazy wild storm where we got about an eighth, <laughs> eighth of an inch of uh, rain. And, um, you know, it's good. There's not a cloud in the sky. I can't complain. Yeah, today... Um Obviously, beautiful day in San Diego. We're lucky and very fortunate to live where we live. Um, one of the cool things about this podcast, it allows us to dig deep behind business and uh, the people that we get to meet because of barbecue, the doors that are opened up to us. Uh, our guest today is Joey Smith from Levy Restaurants. And Joey and I met because of our relationship with the San Diego Gulls, as well as Valley View Casino Center, AEG and Ernie Hahn. Um, Joey, you know, I've been trying to get you on this podcast <laughs> for a year and a half. Yep. Since Constantly. We, since I, I think I ducked you for a yeah. You've a been ducking there. me. You've <laughs> been ducking me, but for good reason. Um, Joey was the director of operations when Cali Comfort, um, when we made our deal with Valley View Casino Center to sell barbecue down at the San Diego Sports Arena. Uh, we did that deal with Ernie Hahn, as well as Ari Siegel with the San Diego Gulls. Both of them have been on the podcast Joey is the third piece of the triangle. Um, he is the one that is behind the scenes. Uh, so every time you go to a major event, a major stadium, Super Bowl, um, Grammy Awards, you name it, Levy Restaurants is all over the United States and Canada. 40,000 employees. They do $1.5 billion in revenue. Um, and that's doing restaurants and doing things in sports entertainment. And uh, we're honored to have you here uh, to you. talk about your new position up at StubHub as the director of operations and kind of the war stories that you've learned um, in your time in hospitality and the food service business. So welcome to Behind the Smoke. Well, thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. You know, I've definitely, definitely been looking forward to this moment. So, you know, I appreciate the invite. It's definitely, Don't fuck it up. <laughs> I will. I will. I will. Right. It's definitely been uh, been quite the experience, I'd say, since we, we first met, you know, back at Valley View. And I can't remember how that relationship came about. Was it Ernie that introduced us? Or Ernie did you introduced come? us. Yeah. yeah. So actually it was, um, it was because of Dominic. Dominic was our um, a good friend that tailgates okay. uh, Charger Games, but he also works for iHeartRadio, and iHeart was bidding on the contract, yeah. the radio contract uh, for the Gulls, so it was between iHeart and Mighty 1090. He met with Ernie, he met with Ari, they uh, you know, yeah. had a great conversation, Ernie and Ari were looking, they're like, well, is there anybody that we should contact that might not be on our typical sponsor mm -hmm. list? And Dominic recommended that uh, he That's reach great. out to me and... It's been great. Yeah, I know. You know, at first one thing led me. to another, and yeah, you know, we, we met, and we had to do a deal for us to get actual exactly. barbecue into Valley View Casino Center. So. Exactly, and that's that was really the peak. I mean, that's really when we started to change Valley View's kind of food culture and food story. It was you know, you were kind of one of the first vendors to come in and, and help with that. You know, I had just come on. Uh, I think six months before, uh, I had just opened up uh, University of Colorado the year before that. Buffaloes, go Buffs. Yeah, you know, college is college is a different experience. I could say that it's definitely more of a grind you yeah. know um, what were you doing in Colorado so I had uh, well originally I was at the uh, United Center so it's the ADO of concessions okay. and I got this opportunity uh, we had just got the contract at CU um, so it was actually with the athletics department so okay. not the university so I took over the F&B or Levy took over the F&B for all of uh, CU's athletics really so my very first day um, or my very first event anyways, we had a full bowl stadium CU game, you know, and then across the campus in the basketball arena, we had the Republican National Convention. Oh, this wow. is my first day, first day there, 
you know, four miles apart on the right. campus and we don't have trucks. We don't, there's no kitchen similar to Valley View, yep. you know. So it was definitely a challenge, a learning experience. And here I am a new DO, yeah. you know, and college accounts, uh, they run a little leaner, you know. So your management, sure. your management staff's a little greener, things like that. I, there's things that you just don't know until you're the man, too, yeah. you know, so I'm learning my job. I'm learning how to be a leader. Um, I have people that have under me that probably never managed anybody or even interviewed folks. So it was definitely a whirlwind experience there initially. And I spent about a year and a half there, managed uh, a $3 million investment as well for Levy. So we invested some money back into the account, which is, you know, which is nice you know, help equipment, afford, like equipment, concession stands. concepts, concessions, you know, the, the university was going under a $110 million renovation too. Mm-hmm. So we were very much makeshift in year one. You know, now if you go, they're totally different experience. They have new facilities and mm-hmm. things like that. But we were setting up and breaking down in the snow every game, wow. yeah. you know, because it's a campus first. How many, how many is Folsom seat? Um, I think it's 40, 67, 60? somewhere oh, wow. in there. That, or 40, oh, because, right. because of the expansion. Exactly. Yeah, because exactly. when I went to Boulder, I believe it was like 40,000, but then they built all those suites. Yeah, it's, it's funny. My first time, I talk about coming full circle. Um, out of college, I worked for Omni Hotels. So mm-hmm. I was recruited by Omni Hotels. What did you study in college? Uh, hospitality. So I got my major in business, studied in hospitality, right? Yeah. And uh, we talked about hotels, we talked about restaurants, hospitals, never sports entertainment, right? So I didn't even know this world existed right. to me. Uh, got recruited by Omni, moved me to Detroit, moved me to Colorado. And as part of the recruitment process in Colorado, they take me to a CU game. And I get to watch uh, Mason Crosby playing for CU at the <laughs> nice. time, kick a 62 yard field goal. And I was in the coach's, the coach's office there has a deck that overlooks the field, right? And Omni's title sponsor there. And then, you know, come full circle, like 10 years later, I'm, I'm running the place. And it was That's just crazy. such an incredible experience. And I ended up in San Diego. My, uh, my RVP out here called me one day. And he's like, hey, we just got an account, San Diego. You know, it's a smaller account, but we got, we got big ideas for it. Or, you know, we think it can do something. Do you want to go? And I'm like, never been to San Diego. Sounds great. Sign sure. me up. Sign me up. You know, I'll be there. So right. uh, I think two weeks later. And living in San Diego. And so you met Ernie Hahn when you came down. Yeah, we had a brief phone interview. Um, and I, you know, I, Ernie's a different guy, you know, he's not your typical GM. He's right. like, he fits Southern California. He's laid back, you know, so uh, talking to him on the phone, I picked that up right away, you know, and that's a big part of my personality. I didn't grow up in a very print and proper household and things like that. I never saw my dad wear a, wear a suit or shave or anything like that, you know, so that laid backness and things like that. And his vision was something I connected with right away. I was like, this is a guy that wants somebody to come in, wants somebody to make a difference. I like that. I like being the guy. I like being relied on. I like making decisions. I'm not afraid of it, you know? So that's a big part of it for me. And he gave me the kind of the leeway to mold Valley View, right? It wasn't, there really wasn't anything going on. You know, Aramark really hadn't done much to the venue in in several years. It was like somebody had lost eyes on the venue for a good time. So, you know, getting in there and seeing basically a blank canvas. And I'm like, man, I got, I can do whatever I want. And that's when we start to have these types of conversations and then pizza port and my love for craft beer just made it even easier. You know, then we bring in ballast and we bring in the tap house and that's what San Diego's about. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, I walked in, I'm like, you can buy a Bud Light. Day one, I was like, you buy a Bud Light. That's about it. And it's, you know, nothing against AB, great sponsors and mm-hmm. great partners, but you need that other element as well, you know? So, um, and then the $2 beers and it just went rolling from there, you know? And well, it's more about creating the experience exactly. and having something where people can come and, you know, when we go out, if we're going to spend a hundred bucks and all you're going to give me is a hot dog and exactly. a Coors Light, I mean, don't kid yourself. I'll, 
I'll do it. But yeah. it's, I mean, it's so you're going to go somewhere before or yeah, after. Absolutely. Or, and you know, that was the other thing you battle with in San Diego is you got Chick-fil-A in your parking lot, you yeah. got AM, PM, you know, mm-hmm. how do you stop people from going, a uh, Phil's down the road, you right. know, how do you stop people from going there and how do you get them engaged in, in the venue? And I think we, we did a really good job of that, you know, and people are definitely eating now. Uh, but it's, it's bringing in the local vendors that add value that people recognize that like, you know, when they first, I can't do barbecue. I definitely can't do barbecue at Valley View, right? I, I'm not an expert at that. I don't have the means or the tools necessary to me or available to me. So it's, why not go find an expert? Yeah. Why not go find somebody that is good at this, that people already recognize? Um, and that's where, you know, great partners like you come in, I think. You know, I think that's also, it's a testament to Levy. I mean, to, yeah. to give you the leeway to be able to do those deals and oh, to absolutely. work out and be creative and be outside of the box. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the sports entertainment you know when you think about when you're growing up is what do you go when you get go to a stadium you get a hot dog you get popcorn you get a mm-hmm. coke or a beer you know right they don't have options like they do now exactly. but that takes leadership within companies like levy yeah yeah so you get sushi rolls at dodger stadium today right. you know what i mean that's yeah. crazy like crazy. 10 years sure. ago 15 years ago people aren't thinking about We're, yeah. we sell sushi at a baseball we sell game? Uh, like a 10 ounce ahi tuna burger really? you know uh poke bowls right. things mm-hmm. like that you know things that a vegan buffalo cauliflower wrap, right? It was a new item. And it, it, <laughs> it actually took, like, it's selling, you know? Uh, yeah. It's things like that that's just, like, 10 years ago, you, the football fans like to buy that. They yeah. just want their Bud Light and their hot dog yeah. and call it a day. It's like, well, actually, they do. Well, it's a big know? thing, too, with, you know, Sean, don't discredit yourself and taking on something like that where you were completely... Yeah. You know, you had no idea what the fuck you were doing. Yeah. And, and being, being open minded <laughs> enough to say, hey, you know, if I want growth, if I want scalability, if I want all those things, this is what I have to do. Putting your putting your neck out there to say, OK, here's growth. Here's relationships. These are things that I can take on to the next level. I mean, that, that's a big thing for yeah. you as a business owner and as a leader in the community yeah. to say, hey, here's my brand here. I'm going to do it. And um, guess what? I don't have a fucking playbook. Yeah. Where, where well, we yeah. And, you know, a lot of people in your position, a lot, a lot of folks I do business with are just working in single storefronts. And this yeah. is something totally different. And it's totally different it's than totally a standalone. Different. You know, it's a totally different beast. And we have some folks that do more in venue than they ever did in their standalone yeah. in revenue. But it's it also takes the foresight. You know, you're not in this to make a ton of money, right? It's about the relationships we develop, the folks we get to meet, the customer impressions that you get, how many guests come through that venue and get to see your name, taste your food. You know, that's what it's about. You know, when it comes to the deals and things, nobody's making a ton of money off it. You know, even from our split, we're splitting that with somebody else as well. So, you know, it's about adding the value, you know, and it allows me to focus on the things that I do best. You know, I sell beverage, I strategize, I plan. Those are the things I want to be doing. I think that's big too, is for people to understand that you have to make sure that you're doing what you do best in your, in your business. Mm -hmm. Um, Knowing that that's not your your strong suit, and exactly. saying okay, here here's let's get those experts in, like Sean. Although he wasn't an expert at doing necessarily this, but he's an expert in barbecue mm-hmm. and can bring that in. Yeah, you know that's uh, that's big, and I mean, you can't be too big. It's a it's a big issue for me, and I, I'm always honest about this. Mm-hmm. It's kind of letting go of things. Yeah, I, I I think I can do everything that I think I can do everything better than anybody else, yep. and it's just in my mentality. Um, yeah. I'm starting to get to the place now where I'm like, okay. You know, I have a team. They're better at this. Yeah. They can do that, and it's it's humbling. But man, the growth I've seen yeah. in that, where people, I'm mean, actually paying someone forty hours to take care of that one thing. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, that's just growing. It's like, man, yeah. that's a. Uh, 
I, I got to get out of my own way. Yeah. Well, you know, the times are changing. Yeah. You know, I'm very much like you. Right. Like I, like, I think I can do it the best. Sure. Right? And I have this vision for how I want to get done. And I may ask somebody to do that. And it's not my vision. Right. And that's the most challenging thing for me is how do I get over that? Just because it's different doesn't mean it's wrong. Right. right. And I think as, as we get older and we start to hire a more millennial base and things like that, we, I need to allow that to let go and let that blossom as well, because they're, work ethic is slightly different right? sure. and what what challenges them is slightly different and they want to be able um, to take things and kind of run with them um, and I need to let that process happen I'm not the most creative guy so I need mm-hmm. to find the most creative guy in the per- or the person in the room to do those things for me typically so yeah absolutely how's the transition been for you from leaving down here well to LA? I mean the transition you know I've done this a lot sure. this is my seventh venue okay you know so I they, they couldn't they couldn't have picked a better person to welcome <laughs> welcome the NFL to StubHub I mean yeah. to go from Qualcomm to StubHub is a uh, well you know it's it's great and it's it's been a great experience. You know, I really wanted to get back into professional sports. I've been out for a little bit. You know, I love Valley View. I love the golf. It's tremendous. Hockey yes. is such a great sport to work in my business. Mm-hmm. You know, great beverage sales, great fans, great food. You know, so it's, that was easy. But getting professional sports is slightly different. You know, working back with the Galaxy again and, you know, the Chargers have been just great. And just having that NFL experience. You know, I worked for the Seahawks for a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, running the premium operations up there with the Sounders and Seahawks. And just getting back in that environment, there's nothing like it. You know, uh, you lose sight of it. You yeah. know, sometimes you, it becomes a job very quick. You so know? what? Do you, what are you? What are you going to do now? I mean, you got the Chargers leaving, right? So what? Who's what, listening? Right, right. <laughs> uh, shoot. I mean, what's Sensitive what's going to happen with? Uh, well, you know, I've I've never been complacent. Uh huh. You know, and I I I love the Galaxy, and I love working at stuff. It's a right. great venue. I have a great partner. And I, and I truly mean that. It's not bullshit. Like, I, I really love working there. It's a great, it's great all around. But I, I have a need to constantly keep challenging myself. Sure. Know? But I fell in love with Southern California, too. Right. So I have, this, <laughs> I have this predicament on my hands, uh-huh. you know. Um, but for me, you know, I, I would love to, if we get the Raiders Stadium, I'd love to go maybe do that. If, if we get this uh, Hollywood Park Stadium, I, I would love to go do that and challenge myself, I think. I may regret saying that at some sure. point, but, uh, you know, I want to keep challenging myself. So, you know, our properties within the company are kind of separated by revenue, you mm-hmm. know, so you got your 1A, your 2A, 3A, up to a 5A, you know, Dodgers being probably our largest account in the entire company, you know, currently I'm a 3A. So anything bigger than that is sure. good for me. You know, I'm, I, I'm doing about $14 million in top line sales right now is what I'm responsible for. Well, your flexibility. $14 million yeah. every year. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. I mean, your flexibility to your upper management must be amazing for, yeah. for them to be like, hey. Well, you, you know, gotta... not married, no kids, right. you know, you know, my girlfriend's willing to travel. So I, I think that's a big part of it. You know, sometimes, right. you know, I was working at Center, perfect example. You know, my DO, they're amazing guy, amazing staff, great venue. Those guys don't want to go anywhere. Right. They yeah. love Chicago. They love United Center. They love the Bulls and the Blackhawks. They just don't want to go. Right. You know, for me, I've somewhat transient now you know yeah. i grew up in ohio detroit then you go to denver then seattle chicago boulder san diego then here and it's just like well what's next right. you know what's next for me to accomplish and i vegas yeah vegas is big vegas, vegas is scary vegas know, right? is scary. <laughs> it's scary it's scary you know vegas I, is big. I don't know three That's... days in vegas is scary so, <laughs> I, I don't know about living there, i can't right? do three days three days no i can't long. i gotta limit it's myself to like a day like a, a good I, day. last four hours yeah. i went there me and my girlfriend went there for two days and had to stay a third day just so i could drive home <laughs> right. so, so yeah you know living there scares me but i just man what a great city for a football team it's gonna it's, be crazy 
Yeah. You know, and they're doing some great things in Vegas. You know, uh, T-Mobile's an amazing venue. And I hear uh, Madison Square Garden's coming out with this spear concept. I don't know if you guys have seen that, uh-huh. but I encourage you to check it out. You know, I know it's kind of a competitive company, but it, they have a really, really cool design. It's like a, a 360 arena experience where the ex- entire exterior is digital. Really? And you can change like the messaging and things like that for That's whoever's awesome. in the building that night. And like you could be standing in one section of the building and hear the concert in Japanese and move over and hear it in English. Wow. Like it's it's just the most technologically advanced stadium being built today. So That's incredible. They're building two. They're building one in Vegas and then another one, I think, in Canada or somewhere overseas. So tell us about a, a work week. Um, you know, like your last work week up in up at StubHub, what 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 happens before an NFL Sunday, man. especially when you have a Galaxy game on Saturday? Oh, man, there's so many there's so many moving parts. You know, you really rely on my team, but you know, we it's if let's say we have a, a Charger game on a Sunday, right? So and, and Chargers played the 49ers Chargers played recently. the 49ers. Well, that game in particular, you know, we had yeah. a, a Galaxy game the day before. Mm-hmm. You know, so my typical week, you know, I'm starting. You know, I have my meetings that are still my standard meetings that mm-hmm. are set up you know all the culinary prep that goes into a schedule how many how many chefs are we talking you know, about? oh i well we run with two full-time chefs so mm-hmm. i got my executive chef an executive sue and then we bring in three support chefs from the market to help us finish off production and game day coverage so those folks will come in like friday saturday sunday so mm-hmm. chefs from dodgers chefs from the forum chef staples center rose bowl that's one beautiful thing about levy in the la market mm-hmm. is we have so many ways to help each other i was at rose bowl yesterday oh, helping, really? helping them out and i'm at valley view today helping cover the concert for my counterparts so okay. you know it's so you know get the culinary prep rolling sweet setup you know, catering setups, dry set all of our catering events, um, and just doing walkthroughs, ensuring signage is correct. You know, a big piece going from Galaxy to Chargers is, you know, no Galaxy signage for Charger games, no Charger signage for Galaxy games, make sure that's all cleaned up and consistent, pulling out souvenir cups, you know, switching those out, switching beer cups, switching product out of the stands. You know, it's a it's a process, you know, but at, the more you do it, the more you get dialed in. The yeah. more the team gets dialed in, they get used to your expectations and then it's just like clockwork. How many people are on your team? I have 11 full-time managers okay. and then like for a, like for Galaxy, I won't bring in anybody. You know, we, we're pretty locked in for Galaxy. Sure. Chargers becomes a coverage issue because we have so many spaces uh, rolling for Chargers. Lots of activation So, spaces. you know, I'll have probably five to six more managers come in for a, a Chargers game to, just to help with coverage. Gotcha. You know, so 11 full-time, you know, that includes like county and HR. So the team could be bigger, but, you know, I think we're doing a great job with, with the size we are. So, you know, why grow if you don't have to? Right? I haven't so, been to stuff up. I've heard great you things about it. You yeah, know, honestly, it's, I, you, you've heard the venues I've been to. I and, just hate the Chargers. And right? I, yeah, well, come for a Galaxy yeah. game, man. Come for a concert. Yeah. You know, come for boxing. Boxing's amazing. Yeah, there. You know, that's the other really? piece. I, we had Triple G on Cinco de Mayo. Did you really? Wow. Yeah, you know, $36 per cap. Oh, know? wow. So, wow. Incredible. That's amazing. Incredible day. So, you know, um, that was a back-to-back, too. So we had a boxing match the day before rolled into uh, um, the Triple G fight the next day. A lot of people don't realize there's a second stadium within StubHub. You know, it's within the ticketed area. You know, it's built as a tennis stadium, but it's become a world-class boxing venue. You know, okay. there's been some historic fights at that venue. Triple One of Triple G's first major wins was there. How big is it? I mean, how uh, long It's 9,000 people, so okay. for the, the boxing, but you can expand it to 12. Okay. Yeah. So that's big. It's really cool. And it's outdoor, yeah. right? So that's what's, that's what's kind of cool about it from a boxing. I got to see Cota there. You know, it was really cool. One of my first fights. And, right. Yeah. So. I think is always there. He's always there promoting fights. So. That's awesome. I think one of the things that fascinates me the most is just the fact that you can in, be in hospitality and be in food and beverage 
and insert yourself into some of the biggest events that are ever happening. Yeah. You know, we had Bruce Howard, who's the general manager of yeah. Valley View Casino and Hotel, and he used to run Caesars Palace yeah. back in the day when they did all the fights. And mm-hmm. I mean, the events that you're putting on and, you know, you're part of this entire production team yeah. that has to prep seven days before this NFL game. And then go time happens, the you know, gates open and you have to figure out different ways to add value mm-hmm. to the guest experience, mm-hmm. because that's really the extra benefit. And I, I mean, it's not just in sports venues. I mean, people are, I mean, we just went to, you know, with my wife and my son, we went up to San Diego um, Safari Park Oh yeah. and to see what they're trying to do, mm-hmm. not in the same level that sure. Levy does, but they're trying to make the food and beverage experience better because, hey, guess what? People are there. They want to spend money. It's They'll easy. Stay longer. They'll stay longer and you'll have a better experience, right? Yeah. So what kind of things has Levy done to support you and your growth? I mean, you've been working there for what, 11 years? Well, you know, I've had great people behind me. You know, every one of these opportunities is because somebody was looking out for me. You know, it obviously hard work goes into that. Yeah. Um, but I don't ask for anything. I've never asked for one of these opportunities. I've never asked to move anywhere. And it's not the same leadership. You know, we got West Coast leadership. We got Midwest leadership. It's different people that I've worked with over the years within Levy and built relationships with, you know. They, Who's the best? at least you didn't ask me who the worst was right. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, who, well who's been a good mentor i mean that's something uh, you know that well like you know where's my about. uh you know man i just had so many good people in my life you know craig appel who's actually taken over um uh taken over valley view now was so instrumental early in my career mm-hmm. you know what did he, he teach you he believed in me before anybody you know i he he didn't necessarily teach me much because i didn't work with him directly but he saw uh, my skill set. He believed in me. He put me in situations to be successful. Mm-hmm. So there were times where, you know, you go on these support trips, they ask for certain people because they're comfortable with them, you know, and instead of sending one person, they would send me instead to give me the opportunity to showcase my skill set. And, you know, he was always putting me in the position uh, to showcase my skill set. So he had always believed in me, you know, and he gave me my first opportunity, you know, and then Ian, when the opportunity came up, Ian Orb, when the opportunity came up to come to the West Coast, I was the first person he thought of because I was on the tail end of him being at Seattle, you know, and he just knew my work ethic. Like, I'll work an 18-hour day, seven, seven days a week. Days a week. And yeah. that's just what it is. I'm no, not... No breaks. I'm not going to No fit. lunch. Like, I... That's it. At the end of the day, you're as good as your weakest team member, you know, and I believe that, but I'm not going to fail because of that team member either. Sure. So if I have to work 18 hours to make it happen, I'm, I'm going to do it, and yeah. I'm going to do it every time, that's, you know? To a, to a, you know, it's not necessarily the right thing to do. No, it's you know? to a fault because I do the same shit. You know, yeah. so it's, I burnt myself out several times. Yeah, you know, it, so. it's hard. It's it's extremely extremely hard. Mm-hmm. And then it's like I, I tell people like I just I don't know how to fail. Like I, I yep. can't allow myself to even have that in my mind that that's exactly. even a fucking option. Yep. To me, it's not an option. If yep. I want to put my mind to something, but there is some <laughs> bad things that happen with that because yep. I will work until my fucking hands are bleeding and yep. I haven't, you know, haven't slept or whatever. And it's, it takes a toll on you for sure. Well, yeah, that was honestly CU for me yeah. when I had that college because it's my first big gig, right? My first big responsibility. And I, man, I worked like six months straight, like yeah. straight. And uh, I thought, man, I was breaking down at the end. I was just like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And I'd worked with the company for seven years at that point, but it was took everything I had. So really Ian was almost a lifeline to me. I was like, man, I don't know if I can do this any longer. You know, I got it to the point where it needed to be, but I couldn't have kept at that pace. You know, I would have killed myself. Sure. Whereas somebody else can maybe step away and just not be, not be as involved as me. 
Um, but I just can't. I just can't allow that to happen. And sometimes I think it, that's why I do a lot of the openings for Levy. Yeah. I think because they know they <laughs> sure. know that I'm willing to do that. So. You're willing to go into the burning fire. Yeah. Sometimes Our hospitality. It, well, you know, fires. Valley View. I got there my first week there. We were getting crushed, um, and I went to a stand and I was frying chicken tenders and French fries. Yeah. And the cooks were there like nobody's ever done this before. And I'm like, if you fail, I fail. So I'm going to stay on this fryer. Less, so less we, talking. Let's get. Yeah. Let's so get I'm going to stay on this fryer until we break this line down. You yeah. know. So and it was just like they were so amazed by that, but instantly won them over. The first yeah. Week, right. No, I have an issue with it because. A lot of times when I first came in here, I, I expected everyone else to do the same thing I did. Yeah. And I didn't understand it. Problem. It was really, really hard for me to understand, like, why they're not working as hard. Yeah. Like, why, why are you not, like, why are you leaving? Yeah. The shit, shit's not done. We don't, we don't, it's not the end of your shit. Like, we have to get this done. It's not done. Why are you leaving? Yeah. And for a while, my dad just said, hey, you know, you, you got to understand that they're not, you know, the same way as you they don't understand certain things but he's like it's a it's a blessing that you you want to do those things but you can't expect everybody else to do the same exact thing so again it's putting people in place where they want to stay so the hr or whatever it is that they they want to do like okay then i'm gonna have you in that position that way you want to stay and finish that job so you're not you know, like, fuck, oh, I got to do this. Like, you're excited about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, I, I I agree with you 100%. Man. Yeah. That's, that's so crazy. It's we, hard. Have, we have people that listen to the podcast all over the U.S., even some in Canada yeah. as well. Um, what kind of advice would you give to them if they wanted to get a job working at Levy or get into Call sports me. entertainment? Call me. We got openings. You yeah. know, we're growing at such a fast clip right now. Really? And, and this business is so crazy, right? You know, you mm. got to be, you got to love this. You got to know gotta pe- love, You also got to know people. And you got to know people. Yeah. You know, like, like I talked to you about beforehand, I didn't know this existed. I think a sure. lot more people know it's out there now, but, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I lose sight of it just like the fans lose sight of it. Sure. You know, and, I remember being in Seattle and, you know, seeing Pete Carroll and all the Seahawks players and saying hi to them and Richard Sherman and just normal day for me, ride the elevator, you know, and it's just, and then it clicked for me one day they were doing a tour and I was sitting or standing in the elevator with this nine-year-old boy and Pete Carroll gets on, this kid loses his mind, you know, and I'm just like, man, I see Pete every day and don't even think about it. You know, I'm just like, how cool is this? How cool is this? You know, and so you got to kind of remind yourself, you know, so definitely cool experiences but i you know my advice would be you know uh just just see what's out there you know if it, if it's a levy situation you know i think being a fan of sports helps but being a fan of just fast-paced environments you know we're, we're given a lot of leniency to be creative and bring ideas to the table um we've evolved significantly as a company over the last i would say five years it's mm-hmm. at a, you know a rapid pace right now so you know you just you just and you got to want to work you got to want to work. The work, the work part, <laughs> and bad the, word, and the willingness to not care what your job code is, mm-hmm. I think, is something that is kind of vital to your success. Mm-hmm. When you're willing to put yourself in positions, even at an entry level, okay. people like you, people like Ari, people like Matt Savant, people like Ernie, like they'll find you. You'll be the yeah. one that's busting your ass, that's helping yeah. somebody yeah. by by doing stuff and eventually somebody's going to notice you and they're going to say, Hey, we want that person. Cause he's here every time or she's here. She's always here. Well, going no, to matter a place what, that, no, no matter what event yeah, it is, going that's to the a company, person that's breaking it down. Going to a company that really wants the best people because, you know, my wife works, she worked, uh, she works for a civil and environmental engineering company and she, her company got acquired. They're like AECOM there ended up being like a hundred thousand people. And it was all about titles. Like she had to get this title and she had to go over here and they're like, you know, we got to kind of let you go to go to this other company. Then once you get that title, we can bring you back. And 
that's you don't want to work for that type of company. You do not want to work for people like that that do not care. If I'm downstairs mm-hmm. and I'm watching people and I watch all my employees, and if there's someone that's just busting ass, I don't give a fuck if you're a dishwasher, whatever it is. I'm bringing you up. We're talking. I'm going to bonus you. I'm going to say, hey, you're doing the right thing. Let's go. What else do you want to do? What do you want to do? What are your goals? How, how do you want to get better? <clears throat> that's what you want to be. That's where you want to be in a company and leave you doing that. is just awesome. <clears throat> yeah. No, I, I honestly, you know, that's what I'm looking for. Sure. You know, Tomas Perez is a great example of Valley view. You know, he's a hard, rock star, hard worker. Yeah. You know, he's going to learn the business as time goes on and we're going to get him there. Right. But he's a hard worker. He wants to do the right thing. That's yeah. the key. Do you want to do the right thing? Yeah. You know, and I think that's, what's important. You got to find those people that regardless they're just making good decisions, yeah. right? You yeah. know, I don't have to make every decision and every decision you make is not going to be right. You're going to make a mistake. And like I tell everybody, so, you know, do you have a reason for the decision you made? Did you think it through? Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, your conclusion wasn't right. You thought it through. It wasn't just haphazard. So this yeah. is a process you went through. You're going to fail, right. you know, but at least you took took that upon yourself to, to take those steps. You but know, it's also, it, it goes to their intent. What yeah, is your, in, what is your yep. intent when you're going to do that? Are you going to jump behind the kitchen fryer exactly. because, oh, you want to fuck this thing up? Or no, you're just doing it because you see all these tickets and you see all this huge line waiting for people to come in. Hey, I don't know how to run the fryer, but I'm going to jump on the fryer anyways. Mm-hmm. You do that. Thomas sees that. Oh. Tomas, he'll put yep. himself into positions where, hey, guess what? You don't become a manager by being in the most comfortable positions. Yep. You have to be in uncomfortable, especially positions. in smaller environments. Smaller like environments. You got to be able to do everything. Yeah. You know, I'm pushing portables. Yeah, I saw. You know. I saw you mopping two dollar beers that were spill, <laughs> spilled in the walkway on well, a goals on a goals up, Friday. I pick up trash. You yeah. Know? yeah, because that's what everybody, my client, does that. Like, Dude, I'm telling if she's you, she's doing it. I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna walk past that and then her, have somebody come behind me and pick it up. Let's, why? I took out the trash yesterday in the yeah. bathrooms. It's just, just why you know it do doesn't it. matter. Like, it doesn't I'm, matter. That's what am I gonna do? I'm gonna go out there and say, "Hey, can someone go do this?" Mm-hmm. Fucking do it, man. Just, do just it. get it done. It's gonna be exactly. easier that way. Josh uh, at NextGen was having the similar, you know, dilemma at, at his work where he uh, he's a general contractor and one of his newer employees was wanting to. Uh, you know, he, he has a lot of subs mm-hmm. and the subs are like, oh, we can't do this. We're not going to get done on time. And so his uh, superintendent would there would start doing it and get it all done. And Josh is like, look, your intent's great. And you're, you're looking out for the, the, the team, but I promise they're going to get it fucking done. Yeah. So he just has had to teach him a certain way how to get things done. Like your intent's great. Those type of people, I'll fucking work with them all day long. Mm-hmm. They're going to come in here. They got the best, you know, our, our best interests at heart. All day long, if you want to work hard, we'll, we'll move you up the ladder, no problem at all. I would say, you know, talking about moving to L.A., though, that's been the biggest struggle. Is the, the, the employment base here, or, you know, from an hourly perspective, is very different than yeah. what I'm used to. It's very different than the Midwest. You know, even from a union, non-union perspective, Valley View is non-union. Uh, you know, L.A. is all union everywhere right. up there. You know, oh, really? and it's just a different workforce, a little different management. We talked about, you know, just a little more laid back, you know. You know, half hour rolling in, you know, before doors or setting up slow. Though that's been my biggest adjustment here, because you know, I was I grew up hour before doors. You're set, <laughs> ready to go. You know, yeah, people just kind of on their own schedule out here. You right. know, and you see it. You know, LA is even worse. You know, yeah. I could staff. I have to staff an extra thirty people every event just to hopefully get to my staffing level because we'll have forty-seven call-offs. You know? Really, really. We'll have How many staff? Twenty do you people not have? coming in. 300 about 300 hourly concession team members about 150 premium culinary staff yeah you know so for 400 500 employees on a game day you know i'm responsible for 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's not just a California, San Diego, Los Angeles thing. I yeah. think it's just it's something that the hospitality business is yeah. is facing just in general. I mean, well, it's you know, tough un- in our un- environment. Unemployment has yeah. been at the you know it's the lowest it's ever been, and so we talk long, about that all the time. You know, plus you can go and be an Uber driver. There's yeah. multiple different ways to make money than you could before. You have to be willing to not care about money to put yourself in a position to do a really shitty job. Yeah, like if you think about oh taking out the trash or mm-hmm. cleaning fryer oil. To Dish put washers. yourself into a position where you could get to running an entire facility for Levy. I mean, you didn't get to your position by, you know, just be, you know, by only doing managerial work. No, 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 not at all. Not, you know, not at all. I actually worked for, you got my first, I tell people, I got my first job when I was 14. Um, and I haven't been unemployed a day since then, since wow. that day. Not one day. How many call outs? But no, well, call outs, <laughs> my mom would let me call out when I was working at Wendy's. So, you know, I, I worked at Wendy's for nine years. So, I mean, to put my dedication in perspective, you know, I was going to college, living in the dorms, driving back to my hometown on the weekends because Wendy's was helping me pay for books, you know. Really? So I'd wow. go back and work on the weekends as a supervisor, and I'd do that every weekend. Really? How far? Uh, you know, about a two-hour drive. Two-hour drive, wow. You know? Where'd you and go to college? My, uh, Bowling Green in okay. Ohio. My internship my senior year was with uh, Hyatt, Hyatt Hotels. And I had signed, or I had got the internship too late. Um, and I had already signed a lease in Bowling Green for the summers, my summer of my senior year. And uh, but it was such a good internship, I couldn't pass it up. It's in Columbus, three hours away, so one way. So um, I would drive. I'd wake up at three in the morning and drive to open uh, the restaurant at six in the morning, and then drive back home at like after a ten-hour shift every day. Wow, six I mean- hours. But part of that also taught you the discipline for now doing what it you taught do. Taught me to live it's a lot not, closer to work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah be, no, be, but it did. I look did. back on that and I'm just like, man, how did I do that? You know, but it's always looking back and you got through it. You yeah. know, you push through it. You know, so, uh, but yeah, crazy times like that. You know, I went from Wendy's to Omni to Levy. That was my career. Yeah. You know, and I started with Levy entry level position. I was just a little club manager of one little bar at the Pepsi Center, uh, home of the Abs and Nuggets, and that lasted about six months, and then. Kind of started my progression you know? Out, outside of the boulder experience was there any time where you failed you thought maybe hospitality or maybe these no. 18 hour days isn't what i want you know i think you always sometimes in the back of your head you're like man why am i doing this to myself mm-hmm. my friends have it a lot easier you know and <laughs> you work when everyone plays so, but you know this is what i know this yeah. is what i good at what i'm good at this is what i'm passionate about i i love people i love hearing people's stories you know i grew up in the midwest relatively lower middle class or poor if you want to be a dick about it you know i guess um so you know i've been afforded these great opportunities man i've lived all over the country or all over the united states you know i've been fortunate enough to meet all these great people with all these different ideas and work in all these environments you know i met paul allen you know he's you know just passed rest away in peace, you know yeah. but he's a great guy i, I met uh, obama i've met bill clinton i met george bush you know i did the dnc for obama the mm-hmm. grammys and indian wells and meeting sharapova and all you know like i i just getting to talk to people and all these experiences, you know, my passion for music and getting to see all these artists and, you know, just know the business more is, you know, I, you know, I'll, I'll work 18 hours for that yeah, you know, sure. all the time, man. Just because it's like how, how many people get to do that kind of stuff, you know, and there's other benefits. You know, I go to a lot of shows, you know, so. Well, I mean, I think that's, <laughs> I think that's one of, it's really important because there are so many opportunities to work in the things that you love that mm-hmm. aren't direct. I mean, you just don't know about it. Yeah. You know, you don't know about Levy and you don't, you know, you went to hospitality. Yeah. Your school was for hospitality and you didn't even mm-hmm. know that, you know, Levy 
did things like this and now you do and yeah. now there's so many different opportunities for people to well and it's not get just it, this. to get involved yeah it's not just we're, we have a restaurants division now we have a convention center division where festivals we're, yeah festivals we're in zoos now uh you know we just got a, another contract that's gonna be getting uh, now soon you know so every sport you know we have about 90 percent of the nba nhl venues um in north america so it's part of some really cool o2 o2 arena you mm-hmm. know in london is ours so it's been really cool experiences, man. And, you know, you get to go to all these places and, and be a part of this stuff. And it's a lot of hard work. USTA, you know, oh, uh, yeah. Kentucky Flushing Derby, Meadows. all these great venues, Palm Springs tennis tournament, you know. Uh, but it's a lot of a lot of hard work, but it's a lot of camaraderie. And there's a lot of looking back and just looking at what you accomplished and saying, you know, you just experienced something that nobody else did, you know. Well, I mean, just at Valley View Casino Center, you grew it from, what, 1.2 to 6 million? Yeah. I mean that that's yeah, a significant that's yeah, a significant increase. Yeah, you know I'm up uh, right now. Stuff up we're up 11.6 percent um, for Galaxy games year over year. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm I, up three. I, I, I'm up three dollars my per cap for Chargers games already. Wow. Over last year. I mean, what do you attribute that to? You know, uh, you know we hit the ground running this year. You know, mm-hmm. and I think we have a better sense of the business. I I have a year under my belt. You know, at the venue, I've got to see some of the challenges. You know, it's a very important. Um, you know, when you're telling people what to do or operationally walking through things, you you got to get in the locations. You know, you've got to you've got to be in the butcher's shoes to know what your expectation sure. is. You know, and I, I gave me time that year, gave me time to get into the stands, walk through the operations of every stand, the flow of every stand. Does this make sense? Run menu mix for Chargers and Galaxy. How can we alter this stand to make it great? for both sports so we're not constantly making changes and you know it takes some time and you got to see the business first and see how it how it you know affects what you're doing and then make the adjustments you know and i think we just came into this year just with a really really good strategy you know we 49ers game you know is my uh you know my badge i guess of honor you're a 33 per cap i mean that's something we'd never seen you know and I remember looking at last year and doing a $30 per cap for NFL and saying, wow, you know, like mm-hmm. a good Kings game in perspective, you know, great Kings game, like $20, $25 per cap, you know, wow. per perspective. Hockey, right? Yeah. Yeah. So to be doing that is a, it's a big deal. It's really a notice. You know, and that's, that not only is that per cap growth, but that's growth, attendance growth. So usually you see attendance growth and see your per caps go, go down, down yeah. but yeah. that's not the case. We've seen attendance grow and per caps grow. So, you know, it's, it's been great. Team doing well helps. Yeah, it's LA. You know, always. the Galaxy's uh, Zlatan certainly helps, you know, sell some more beer and hot dogs. But, uh, you know, it, it's strategy and it's operations as well. You know, great partner. You know, our partner there, AEG, is willing to invest in ideas. You know, we've had great sponsors come in there as well. You know, sub revenue. So, you know, our, our local vendors there, you know, we're doing, you know, 15K, you know, before Galaxy. Now they're doing thirty to $40,000 and chargers are up to 90000 Really? That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing, dude. That's you know, and that's loss in revenue for us, but it's sure. again allowing us to focus on other things that we do great, like beverage. You know, right. like, yeah. and then we have folks on our clubs a little bit more. All inclusive spaces are helping drive that for premium. How many people are, do you have come in outside? What do you mean? For vending in the... Oh, uh, so it, it's different. It depends on the sport. So we built these sub-stalls in the front, six sub-stalls, and I put six different local vendors in there. For, so let's talk chargers. Are they let's all see. kind of smaller so, places? Or about the same size. You okay. know, some of them vary. We got a, a smaller empanada shop. We got a, a, a taco place. concept, a barbecue, barbecue Brother, concept. Brother's barbecue? Yeah, uh, my father's barbecue. My father's yeah. barbecue. So yeah. they have a standalone right down the road. and So 
slightly smaller, probably not as big, at, at, you know, um, as Cali Comfort or Pizza Port, uh, but some mid-range local businesses, you know. And then uh, the biggest one would be Buffalo's, which is a part of uh, Fat Burger. Okay. So I brought in a Buffalo's concept, been a great partner. That's my newest partner, probably. Well, that just creates more experience. Yeah, for, yeah. For fan experience. Person. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely. then, they, you know, they sell beverage for me. Sure. So it's great, you know. <laughs> right. So that's the strategy. You know, yeah. we bring them in. We give them beer and water to sell for us, give them a kickback, you know, as a percentage back to them for selling it for us, certainly. Uh, but if you're standing in line for wings, you don't have to get in another line for beer or water. And that helps me. Helps me with my line control, right? And that's not, that, that's a new strategy we weren't doing before. Dude, nothing worse. You know, for me. so it's like you going right. through two lines. I'm, uh, I'm well, parched. Yeah. And I we're limited, drink, you know, we're limited with our point of sale because of the venue size already. Right. So how, how do you make these lines shorter? You can only add so many extra point of sale. You got to add these options. Right? right. So, you know, just eliminate that second line. Really? Well, I mean, think about it for, for me, when I'm going to have an experience, if I can load up mm-hmm. and load up all my hands and go back to my seat, I'm going to do it. Yep. So I'm going to buy, I'll probably buy even more than I'm even going to consume exactly. if I can do it all right here and I don't have to go in another line. Yeah, we just rolled out. Um, I, I'm demoing some kiosks right now, some mobile kiosks. And I don't know if you guys have been to McDonald's inside, but that's basically yep. their their system now. So we're, we're doing some similar stuff. And that's exactly what we're seeing. We're seeing bucket sizes increase. Folks are going up. I, I caught myself doing it at McDonald's. Like, ah, oh, I'll yeah. take this extra cheeseburger. Why not? Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. we're seeing that. You know, so technology has played a big part in that too. And, you know, cashless and things like that. Don't. Cashless, I love it. Incorporating things like that into the venue. Um, you know, I, I took one stand and went cashless. So it's just credit cards, I love right? It. So employee theft, down, right? Less money to count at the end of the mm-hmm. night. You know, fans feel better about it, you know, because yep. they're not, they know they're getting the right change, right product. The kiosk ordering, fans love it. They know they're in control of what they're ordering. And then what that helps me do is now I can run a whole stand of like two expediters. Yeah. I don't need seven cashiers. Right. You know, and then you're not dealing with the theft anymore. You know, or loss, loss of revenue. So, who does the fish tacos up at Stubho? We do. You do those in the house. I had those last Did you time. Have they were incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, us. That's, that's one of our new things this season. So, what so. about what about the uh, strawless? Strawless, you I, know, because I, I see everything and I saw your sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, big fan of that. You yeah. know, we're the first uh, soccer specific venue, soccer specific venue in North America to go strawless. You know, so which is a great. Um, a great program, you know, it's yeah. part of the uh, LA Galaxy's Protect the Pitch initiative. So it's really it came about from LA Galaxy and AEG and them coming to me with this idea and, you know, us being willing partners, you know, that it takes everybody to be involved and have buy in. And, you know, there's some concerns. So we, we tried it in a couple stands first, strawless and lidless. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're both on request. First, I went paper. Yep. Right. And then we just said, well, let's just let's just see what happens. Right. Honestly, not much pushback. You know, yeah. I think I think people are getting used to it. Um, the straw thing for me, I think is the biggest one. I don't mind not having a lid, but I like having a straw, but yeah. you know, if we know we can divert that from the oceans uh, living here, I want to do that. I want to yeah. be, you know, I want to be a healthy partner in our environment. So, you know, AG was on board. We're on board. I think it was great, great initiative. The biggest pushback from fans have been stir sticks. So one, quick, everybody's going here. One, it's going to be there. One right. quick fun story. How, how did you start selling fish bowls down at Valley View when you were down there? How did I start selling them? Yeah. What do you mean? Weren't you the only? Oh, the Cali fish bowls. Yeah, the Cali fish. The sixty-four ounce <laughs> Cali fish bowl. Cocktail. I had to get legal sign off. On it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! What a what I'm a still, great. I'm still proud of that. What? Yeah. A, I can't believe we pulled it off. I can't believe. Are it they either. still selling it? I think they are. Yeah, they're still selling the oh, fish bowls. Oh man, bowls. my favorite was. Uh, how did you was get? How did you get? How did you get? How did you get? Justin Bieber. Every like all the moms are <laughs> hanging out in front of Cali Comfort. I'm like, what? Are, we're not selling any. 
barbecue really what's going on they're all like just straws in a fishbowl right now so love it i loved it the ducks were great that was a selling point for me yeah, everybody ducks, you know ernie loved work. it instant as soon as he saw how to make this happen i may have introduced it and then let folks know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two ids two ids right that's that's my excuse so so how uh, how can people get a hold of you Oh, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not as uh, social media savvy as, as all you folks, but uh, Levy West Division okay. on Instagram. Um, and then uh, Chef Esteban uh, is our local chef. He's on, Est- on Instagram as well. Okay. There's Chef Esteban and uh, Chef Ross as well. He's our executive chef there. Perfect. So both, that's both They're both on handles. Instagram. We'll, we'll, we'll put those in the show notes. We post a lot of our special items for the day, any, any promotional stuff like the Strawless, uh, anything that's new coming out. So, uh, you know, that's the best way to get a hold of us. Awesome. Levyrestaurants.com cool. if you're looking for a job. Perfect. Well, we uh, we really appreciate your time. Uh, we we do have a couple uh, things to go over. Spring Valley Barbecue coming real quick. Derek, are you ready? I mean, yeah. <laughs> do you know that it's not? It's, I mean, it's just, next Sunday. Yeah, I do know that, that. we're shutting. Do down you want to know village? how I know that? Because <laughs> we were that? just driving around, and you told me and reminded me, and I'm like, I was like, oh yeah, I, I think there's a sign somewhere. When yeah, I, yeah, I haven't. Uh, I haven't been on my A game with this, so we're uh, we're, we're going to step it up. We're going to get get this. Go- I mean, we nine years. I don't think it's that we're. I think it goes back to what we're saying. We're very we're a lot better at delegating now. Yes. So the team that we have <laughs> yes. is doing so much, and they're doing an amazing job. I like so it's that. taking us. I think what's what it is is because you and I did it by ourselves. We're, u- we're used to putting the cones out, and we put the cones out. We fucking <laughs> shut down the street, and we were here. We did not sleep. That when we don't do that, we kind of feel like, oh shit, we're not really we're screwed. Doing, <laughs> we need do, to get ready. We need to get doing that. But our whole teams, they already got a plan. So this is true. Um, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. It's gonna be our ninth annual one. We are gonna have a kid friendly event. Um, try some barbecue samples. We'll have different restaurants out. We'll have it open to the public. Um, right on Troy Street in Spring Valley. Love to see you guys. It's um, it's something that's great for the community. We talk about it a lot, but it's something that. What better way to bring people together than to have some good food? And it doesn't matter about your religion. doesn't matter about your race. doesn't matter about your gender. Come have some good food. Uh, free hugs. Free smiles. <laughs> free selfies. Come, please come down. Free selfies. Wobble competition. Tony will be out there. we got Tim Hurley Band, Zaj Band. It's going to be a great day, NFL Sunday. Um, we hope that you guys can make it. This week's social shout-out goes to Shark Man Dan. Um, he's been posting... Uh, hashtagging behind the smoke uh, every week we give away a social shout out so dan you're going to get a sexy new mug um, you can use that uh, dan's actually competing signed up he took the plunge first barbecue competition so this is an this is our am, uh, amateur contest and he is uh, fired up to to compete he's also been following the podcast so congratulations welcome we'll uh, we'll see how you do and we're excited to have you you'll do great don't overthink it don't overthink it. Uh, if you make, if you guys, uh, if you guys listen to this, if you make it to any Chargers games, uh, hit hit me up, um, hit us up on social. Let me know, and uh, we'll bug Joey yeah, while he's uh, run, while he's running around running his operations. And, uh, He'll have nothing to do. I yeah, you, no, you, totally calm. You, no worries. Yeah, you, you can interview. You can ask him a bunch of questions yeah. about, about the podcast because yeah, uh, he'll have plenty of time to answer. It. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your time, Joey. We appreciate yeah, thanks, it. Thanks, Joey. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey guys, this is Sean and Derek, and we just really want to thank you for listening to the podcast. It means the world to us. 
We'd like you to go check out BehindTheSmokeMedia.com. That's our website where we have barbecue resources for you to help build your barbecue business. Uh, We also have events listed, so anything that's happening in the West Coast barbecue movement, uh, anything that's going on, we want you to go check that out so you can learn more and get involved. We also have show notes uh, from all the episodes, so anything we talked about in the episodes, you can find detailed show notes there. Um, Plus, you can just get in touch with us. It's important that uh, we're here as a resource for you, so please reach out. Let us know how Derek and I can help you with your barbecue journey. Uh, Get involved, stay curious, and uh, follow us on social at Barbecue War Stories. Uh, We'll talk to you soon.